Hey, I'm good. How are you, Jake? I'm doing good. I spent today watching the Iron Man in St. George. And I don't know if people understand. Like, this is a big deal. Mm -hmm. I know people think, well, you have the Iron Man is in St. George all the time. They always have it every year. Well, no, that's a different Iron Man. This is like the Iron Man. This is the Super Bowl of Iron Man. This is the world championship. And I, I, because I seek to educate, I want to explain really quickly how it all works. So typically what St. George hosts is a half Ironman. It's half the distance. And then they started adding a full length Ironman very recently. Um, but that was like a North American championship or was just a, just a standard race. The Ironman World Championship is the one that's held in Kona every year. And that is what this is. This is the 2021 Ironman World Championship that was supposed to be held last October in Kona, but got moved to this year in May. So this is it. This is the top, top of the top and It's never been held outside of Hawaii and probably never will again, unless there's some weird extenuating circumstance. So I made a, I made a point to try and experience as much as I can. And it was the most people I've ever seen in St. George. It was really cool though. Big party. Well, that's awesome. I saw some of your, your pictures that you posted on Facebook from today's Iron Man. And, uh, a pretty significant bike crash, bicycle crash. I think, wasn't it? No. (laughs) Well, now I feel like an asshole. (laughs) Cut that out. Uh, You're not cutting that. (laughs) There was no crash. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, This is going to bug me because I am fairly confident Oh, <laughs> I know what I was looking at. I take that back. That was not a crash. What was it? I don't want to say. It was not a crash, though. <laughs> Jill's embarrassed <laughs> to say, but I'm going to do it for her. I post a picture of a, someone using a hand bike. That is what it was. And the problem is I just briefly glanced at it because I had to work a couple hours today and I did not go to bed until 4 a.m. this morning. And then I took my friend Tiffany's daughter to see Dr. Strange and I fell asleep through the second half of that, which bothers me because, you know, I'm a huge nerd. And then I had to cover somebody for two hours today at work. And and then, you know, Jake, I was just sticking around on my phone and I saw the picture. <laughs> that's, that's what I saw. And now I feel like a moron. And I should. Well, on that note, we decided... <laughs> Awkward transition. Neil and I haven't, we haven't browsed Reddit for a while. 
That so is we're going to Jake. We're going to give it a gander and share it with you so that you don't have to. <laughs> that Hey, we're doing you a favor. <laughs> it's a really cheap stunt, I'll admit it, but I I see newspaper or I should say more like online magazines do this. They'll write an article and all it will be is talking about a Reddit thread. Like that is such a cheap way to get clicks, like a really, really cheap and lazy way to do it. So we're going to do it too. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Also, this one's though, I like this one. The first one we're going to talk about. I like all the ones we're going to talk about, but I especially like this one. We're taking a trip down memory lane. Yeah. This one, can I tell you the first thing I like about this? Well, first, let's talk about what this one is. Yeah, let me, I'll explain what it is, and then you can say what you like about it. So, this user of Reddit, (laughs) I should clarify, (laughs) Reddit user posted a picture of an old real estate magazine. So kids back in the day, if you wanted to know what houses were available for sale, you had to get a printed publication. They were free, but you would find them in the lobby. Is that the right word? Like the foyer of a supermarket or something like that. And you might still find them from time to time, but that's where you'd find them. So someone posted a picture of a 1988 real estate magazine, not not super long ago. The point being the prices of these houses, which there's a, you can see four houses and all four of them are just your standard, probably late 70s, modest, middle class, split entry, split level houses. So they were probably 10 years old at this point and they're all in good areas too. And the prices are- They are- Bonkers. Yeah, but the first thing I noticed right away was that none of these homes required the area code to dial them. <laughs> like to the phone numbers, because they all had phone numbers listed. And now you wow. have to dial the area code. Wow, none I didn't even required. notice that. Yeah, that's the first thing I noticed. I mean, the prices, sure, but that was like, oh, that ages me. So, kids, back in the day, Utah had one area code. It was 801, and you could get a phone. You could call other people, and you only had to input seven numbers. Unless it was long distance. Yes. And sometimes you had long distance within the state of Utah, which was confusing. And then you never knew who was long distance or not. Was calling Provo long distance? I don't know. I'm going to try. No, doesn't work. (laughs) So you would have to hang up. And yeah, it it was so hard. I'm not sure I would be able to use a phone anymore. Like a standard rotary phone. It would just be really obnoxious. Like 
Do I mean, dial, it would be fun for about a minute. Do you dial one? Do you dial nine one? I, I don't think I could figure it out. <laughs> so anyway, Jill's fascinated by the fact that uh, real estate agent Jane Douglas, who Jane Douglas, if you're still out there, give us a shout out. We'd love to hear from you. Are you still selling houses? Because she's selling all of these houses. She was busy back in 1988. There is one that is not listed by Jane Douglas. Oh, check out that name. Wanda Spicer. Wanda Spicer. Wow. That's Wanda Spicer. That sounds like a character from Go on. <laughs> from <laughs> fiction story. A fiction story. A fiction fantasy story. I'll say that. Wanda Spicer. Is that fiction story on a website? I'll let your imagination. That rhymes with corn hub. Oh, I, I was going to say Schmonely fans. <laughs> no, that's actually not where I was going with that. It was, it's actually, it sounds like a, a name of a villain from a children's story. Like, don't go in the woods because that's where Wanda Spicer lives and she likes to skin cats. That's where she is. <laughs> that's, where, that's where she likes to shave cats. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, Jake. Well, speaking of skinning cats, check out this Draper horse property. Half acre in Draper with a barn. This is crazy to me. Three bed, two baths. And lots more. Oh, that address is, that's prime. That's like downtown Draper. <laughs> For ninety-eight thousand. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! This next the <laughs> this next one. Um, this one's crazy too. This is a Rambler. Oh. 17, 17th South and eighteenth East. Uh, four bedrooms, two baths, brick rambler, two car garage. It's new carpet, bathroom, kitchen remodeled. Sixty thousand dollars. <laughs> Can you imagine that area now? I bet those are well over seven figures at this Probably point. Probably costs 25 bitcoins. 
Here's there's a comment here that I really is interesting. This person says that two-story east side listing would be I don't know, Jill, you have it pulled up. What the two-story east side listing, what was it listed in the ad? Okay, so it's two-story east side, main floor family room and laundry, lovely covered patio, fully fenced, huge tree in front yard for shade, three bedrooms, three baths, formal dining, and vaulted ceiling, ceilings for $96,496. Okay, so 96000 for that. This person's comment says that two-story east side listing today in j- adjusted for inflation would be $234,513. So if the housing market didn't change at all and it was just purely based on inflation, today it would be worth $234,000. However, this person says most houses that size are going for more than $600,000 now and can go well over a million depending on exactly what they mean by east side. Now, I'm not going to fact check their numbers, but I'm going to assume they're true because it's the internet and it's I mean, everything's random. true on the internet. Yeah, I have no reason to not believe something that a random person commented on Reddit, but it does sound pretty close to me which that that is really crazy it's like yeah that's what it would be due to inflation it's fair so sorry folks oh my gosh and this one uh location 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 this one by wanda spicer from Schmoley fans. <laughs> I think we're so funny. <laughs> Nobody's nobody thinks we're as funny as we do, Jake. Um it's three bedrooms, two baths, contem- it's it's a three bedroom, two bath contemporary in the Hidden Valley area. Oak trim, vaulted ceilings, and an atrium window. Oh, it's a I don't want to disclose it actually has the address here I don't want to say what the address is but it's it's an it's in a hidden valley area of uh, looks like Draper Sandy Draper area Um, but it's listed at 89,920 so $90,000. Yeah. I will, I will add a caveat here. Interest rate at that time was 12%. That is true. That That is true. There were higher interest rates. I do seem to remember at one point interest rates going up to, Oh, I remember something about it being upwards of 18 at one point, 18 to 20. Yeah. Who was president? Who was the president responsible for those high interest rates in 1988? Wasn't that Bush? It would have been Bush. 
Was it Bush one? Bush one. Bush one. Was it? <laughs> it? Oh, it was. That was the year he became president. It was either Reagan or Bush. Blame them. Reagan was still responsible for interest rates at that point. Yeah. Unless that goes against your biases, in which case blame Clinton, who became president four years after this ad was posted. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh, Oh, man. Moving right along. (laughs) This comes from the Utah subreddit. I'm from New York, moving to Salt Lake. What are some things I should know before making the move? Jill, what would you advise someone from New York about moving to Salt Lake? What do they need to know? There are probably only two good pizza places in Salt Lake that have New York style pizza that they'll find similar. And that would, one of them is Este. Free shout out to Este Pizza. (laughs) Well, what's the other one? I can't remember, but I just know Este off the top of my head. I can't remember the other one is. Um, but the reason I bring up Estee is because my friend that was one of my bridesmaids and look how all that turned out. But, um, one of my friends, uh, is from Jersey, but also lived in Brooklyn for a long time. And when she moved here, she went on a hunt to find something that she could compare and that is where she found it she went the estate in uh, sugar house was the one that she landed on and uh was just that was her jam well Well, you got to go to this place so that would be one of it that's pretty much what the top rated comment says there are no good bagels or pizza here Well, New Yorker, if you move to Utah and find that there is no good pizza in Utah, open your own pizza restaurant and show us all how it should be done. Because nobody ever does that. They just think, you know, they just like to bullshit about it. They like to complain. Mm Mm-hmm. I would want to know if this person is from New York City or New York State, because those are wildly different places. And I think if you're from New York State, you would fit in. If they're upstate. You would fit right into Utah. If you're from New York City, forget Forget about about it. (laughs) Yeah, I said that. I'm so embarrassed for myself right now. I think they should also know that most Utahns were all trauma bonded in a very cool way. (laughs) 
<laughs> be a cool name for a band. Trauma bonded. Yeah. Actually, that was my nickname in college. Trauma bond. My name is Bond. Trauma bond. Trauma bond. <laughs> Well, someone did make a comment complaining. Another person made a comment complaining about how bad the restaurants are in Utah. And, but they said, and they gave an exception to Bombay Cafe in Provo, which is interesting timing because I ate at Bombay Cafe in Provo just a couple days ago. And it was really, 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 really good. I have not been to the Bombay Cafe in Provo because I try to stay out of Utah County. <laughs> well, not to disparage a- any of our listeners that live in Utah County. It's just not my favorite place. Well, I'll tell you a secret about Utah County. There's a little bubble in Provo. Well, there's a big bubble in Provo, but within the big bubble of Provo, there's a little bubble right on their main downtown area off between center street and university boulevard. And it's actually a pretty cool spot. They have good restaurants. They have street art murals, that kind of stuff. A little bit of activity. It actually feels like a pretty cool place. I I could handle that part of Provo. Okay. Fair. Maybe we'll have to take a little trip down there and show show me. But, uh, yeah, I have a friend that lives in Provo, and I go straight to her house and straight back. I, I do not take detours. So, um, there, here's – I actually like this comment on, on this Reddit, subreddit. On this, yeah, comment, whatever. But it says, you should know that Utah succeeds by not doing what New York does, assimilate and enjoy the high quality of life. (laughs) Such a a welcoming comment. It is. It really is. Welcome to our state. Eat a... (laughs) That is the most New York thing to say. Really, they should feel welcome. Welcome to Utah, because New York is ass. <laughs> oh, that made me laugh. Speaking of ass, <laughs> Jill's been on Tinder lately. <laughs> Oh, wait, I have, but, but, but I'm more of a Bumble or Hinge fan for my dating apps, mostly Bumble, but there's this, okay, this is a different story, but we, Jake and I have a friend and this friend (laughs) was in town recently. He lives in the St. George area 
where Jake spends a lot of time and is moving back to, which makes me sad. But, um, <laughs> but we went out to dinner. Um, <laughs> we went out to dinner with one of, with my state senator. We all just went out. And so Carl is this gentleman's name. Um, picked up my phone and he's like, so let's see these guys that are, you're matched with on your app and let's play hot or not. <laughs> and he went through my, he went through my bumble and he went through my matches and he's like, his dog likes him. You should go out. You should like this guy. And he did. He went through and he goes, this guy has the mental acuity of a toothpick. <laughs> And if you know this guy, it makes it all the more funny because you can hear him saying it. And then he saw this one guy that I've been seeing and um, and seeing is a loose term, but he he goes, he's a good looking guy. But he probably has the maturity level of a 24-year-old. And I was like, bless his heart. He's trying to get me laid. <laughs> or married. I don't know what he's trying to do. But I kind of think it was the, the former. <laughs> I'm questioning why he wanted to play hot or not as opposed to responsible. I think he just wants me to be happy. He's my wingman. <laughs> well, good times. Well, I left a date that I was on to go have dinner with these guys. So you can tell how well that date was going. <laughs> Moving right along. There is a Tinder subreddit. And if you are single, you really need to be on this subreddit because it is one of the funniest things you will ever see. I mean, some of them are pretty cringy, but there are some that are just really, really funny. And a lot of them are jokes I would make like, Oh, I can't imagine why this person unmatched me because they're just snarky. And there's a there's a few on here. Like <laughs> there's a Tinder by there there's a Tinder picture like this one. It says it's a picture and I'm showing Jake what the picture is. And this is the guy's profile, or the the woman's profile on this picture. All I <laughs> see is a produce aisle and a picture that says plump, sweet, and begging for cream. <laughs> that she, is her Tinder profile picture. So, okay, and back, up, was back like, up. So this woman was at a supermarket buying produce found she took that picture and that is her profile picture she found a picture that is very suggestive 
which someone obviously did to be funny. And she thought the best way for me to find a match for mating someone to pollinate my flower, so to speak. Is <laughs> oh my to God, did you present, say that out loud? To yeah, the best way to do that is to present this picture to the world to see what kind of bumblebees I can attract to my stamen. I just think the guy that posted this on the subreddit goes, I don't know whether to be impressed or disgusted, and I kind of wanted to match her. And I'm like, <laughs> I commented, and I'm like, I would steer clear of that one. You don't know what diseases she has if she's begging for cream from so many people. I'm like, and most of the ones on Tinder, the women that post that kind of crap, they just want to, they just want you to subscribe to their OnlyFans. Let's be honest. I have many guy friends and I hear the stories. <laughs> okay. So now why I'm bringing up the subreddit of Tinder is because this one, this one just caught me funny. And it's because this last week you may have heard that Roe was overturned. Roe v. Wade was overturned. It was leaked that it was overturned. Well, which means make it maybe overturned. No, it's it's yeah, it's going to be. So anyway, there was. <laughs> There was a Tinder subreddit uh, on Tinder subreddit and the the caption was I got a ma matched after this arguably appropriate timed response and the guy's portion of the conversation goes so do you want to have sex and she goes you're joking right in this abortion economy <laughs> And now, to me, that is a joke I would make and then feel immediately medium guilty about while also cackling to myself. <laughs> but that is a segue into my next topic where we're going to go a little serious here. As a former uterus haver... <laughs> I I don't talk about my fertility treatments very much on this show cuz I had eight miscarriages that resulted from them and no live births from any of my treatments. So I don't have children. Obviously, I just made that clear. But um I did have a miscarriage prior to that as well, that prior to my fertility treatments. Um, what I don't think people realized was that of those eight miscarriages, three of them were terminations. 
And one of them was an ectopic pregnancy. And that fetus had a heartbeat. And my life was in danger. Um, the other time, I found out that the fetus had trisomy uh, 13, which has a very, I, I believe it's a 95% chance of dying either in utero or immediately after birth. And it's a very painful death if it's born. And um, I don't think anybody should have to carry um, or make a decision, you know, to carry or have it, excuse me, let me, let me rephrase, should have the decision made for them to carry to term an, inf an, a, an infant that's going to die when it's born. And even if it makes it, it's one of those 5% that makes it, the likelihood of it living a year is less than, I believe, 2%. And living past a year, it drops significantly lower. And it's it's a painful condition. Um, and it's quality of life is something that I would never want for. I, I, I just don't think people think about it. And um, I my background is healthcare. And I worked in reproductive endocrinology for a lot of those years. Um, my other termination, I was on a lot of medication that had significant side effects with birth defects. So that was a decision I had to make. And um, I'm disclosing a lot of personal information here that is really nobody's business, but I feel like that is something that needs to be talked about. And the reason I'm tying this into a Utah, a show about Utah, is because if and when Roe is overturned, Utah is one of the states that could ban abortion. In fact, it, I believe it's one of the 13th that will. And I think that's a really scary thing. Um, the other thing I want to bring up affects people. You know, I, I think this is a, a conversation that we're not ready to have yet, but 1.7 million frozen embryos were destroyed this year. And there are millions more that are still frozen. Now, the embryos I had transferred into me that were frozen were donor embryos. And they so those embryos were already 
embryos that were made. They were fertilized eggs that were frozen. And there's reasons that we went that route. And um, that this isn't, this doesn't factor into that, but a lot of those embryos will be destroyed. And so the future of IVF, maybe, do we get rid of IVF? I mean, is that going to be considered a very early abortion? These are conversations that um, I think, I think we're on a slippery slope. Um, I've been hearing from the the infertility community, um, and this isn't the rumor mill. This is from physicians and nurse practitioners that work in the commu community that Louisiana is looking at banning frozen embryo transfers and only doing fresh embryo transfers. And I just, it, frozen embryo transfers have a much higher success rate it it's just ugh, this is one where I struggle and um, like I said I am really just not okay with this and um, I've always said I'm very moderate in my political beliefs. And, you know, I think uh, this is one where government just kind of needs to stay out of any of this. You know, um, I've also said that I'm pro Second Amendment. Everybody that, you know, goes to, you know, pro Second Amendment route rallies and protests says, well, the crazies will always get the guns. And then, you know, where regulations are, they'll always be unsafe, blah, blah, blah. Well, women will always find a way to get abortions and they're going to be unsafe if they're unregulated. And so yeah. this is where I'm saying they need to be safe. My ex-husband used to say he thinks abortion should be safe, legal, and rare. And um, I, I don't disagree with him on a lot of that, but I don't, I don't think there are a whole lot of people that are pro-abortion. I don't. I think there are people that I think it's pro-choice. And I also think that if, you know, there are people that are trying, Here's the other thing, and I will say this because I am that pissed right now about it. Um, the politicians, the even the conservatives, their mistresses and their girlfriends that are getting knocked up, they will get the safe abortions, even those ones that voted against it. And they will always find a way. They always have found ways 
So that's where I am. And I'm sorry to be Debbie Downer on a somewhat lighthearted, where we started with a lighthearted topic, but I just, this is something that I feel needed to be said on this. So, Jake, I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I know you were saying something. No, it's okay. Thanks for sharing that. I, you know, I think the tough thing with, with abortion is at what point should people have a moral opinion on abortion and where does that overlap with the law? I would be curious if changing the law would actually reduce abortions. I'm not so sure it would. And I think there are better ways to reduce abortion by preventing unwanted pregnancies in the first place, which we don't do a good enough job in our country. We don't. I agree. And I, I think that if we could make better access to contraception and sex education, it would, it would just make all the difference. What song is stuck on Jake's mind? Is it Salt and Peppa's Let's Talk About Sex, Jake? <laughs> what, what song is going through my head right now? Well, no, it wasn't Let's Talk About Sex. But because today was Iron Man Day, it was... You know, you know what they say when you cross the line at the Iron Man, which I just learned because I've never watched anyone cross the line before. They say they have your name and the announcer, the PA announcer goes, so-and-so at 40 years old, you are an Iron Man. I don't know that I want everyone to know. No, I take that back. Actually, would like that'd be really cool. Jake, at fifty-six years old, but looks like he's thirty. You are an Iron Man. That's the end of our show. Thank you for listening to the Utah AF Podcast. If you enjoyed our show, please share with a friend and leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify. That helps get our show out and increase visibility. And when we do well, you do well. We have no idea what that means. Yeah, don't ask us to explain now. Please go ahead and follow us on social media. On Instagram, we're at Utah underscore AF. On Twitter, we're also at Utah underscore AF. Also, our website, Utah dash AF. Send us your tweets. 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 Don't you say the other T word. So confusing getting all my twits. Jay. Anywho, you're awesome, AF. Thank you. 
Yes, thank you, AF. <laughs>